Hey guys, producer Ken here with a very quick message before the show begins. Uh, in 2013, uh, I started working on a podcast with two of my very best friends, Paul and Ben. That show's called Jews and Reviews, and it's on the Atlantic Transmission Network. In fact, it's safe to say it's probably one of the inspirations for creating it in the first place. Well, four years ago, uh, one of the best men I know, Paul Cohen, you may know him as Paul Corey, hosted Jews and Reviews, uh, was unexpectedly admitted to the hospital. Uh, it was from there that he learned that his illness was due to a loss of function in his kidneys. Uh, right now, he's on dialysis three days a week, and the doctors have told him, hey, Paul, you know, try to live a normal life, which is very rough to do, you know, being on dialysis three days a week. Well, it turns out Paul is in need of a kidney transplant. So if you or anyone you know may be interested in learning more about becoming a living donor, please call the Living Donor Team at New York Weill Cornell at 212-746-3922. That's the Living Donor Team at New York Weill Cornell at 212-746-3922. Another way you can help is just spreading the message by sharing these links and giving it the hashtag Team Paul. That's T-E-A-M-P-A-U-L, standard spelling on Paul. We're certainly doing all we can to help a good man get through this, and we hope you'll join us. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Two years ago, I went home for Thanksgiving, and my little brother wasn't there. He was studying abroad. And my parents said, you know, we have an extra ticket for our vegan Thanksgiving, so L.A., and I arrive to find that my parents had brought their personal trainer as my date for the day. And I turn around and I see that he has a face tattoo. And I go, did that just happen? Welcome to Did That Just Happen, where we explore the unchartered, uncomfortable, and sometimes unwanted social interactions. I am Taylor. I'm Sarah. And today we have Ben and Amani with us. Hi, guys. Hey, Amani. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Amani, thank you for sharing that beautiful tale. (laughs) Thanks for having me. That is amazing. So... Your parents didn't tell you that they were bringing someone for you? No, I was completely surprised. And I had never seen the person before uh, because they routinely go through personal trainers pretty quickly. It's like a short-lived relationship. I actually think, looking back, it may have been this is the first time they like had someone who they both like working out with. Usually my mom has someone and my dad has someone. Do they always work out together? Uh, No. No, not okay. always. So this was a rarity. Um, and he kind of had, I guess, in my brother and I's absence, he had been like hanging around a lot. But like he was in his early 30s. How old so, are you? Um, I'm 25. Okay, so, so I was 23, 23 at the time. And they brought you a 35-year-old man? He was maybe like 32. Okay. Oh, well, I guess 32 I years the math for him. But my parents are eight <laughs> years apart. So I feel like that does influence that. That's true. My parents are eight years apart too. So obviously it was an awkward interaction for you, but what about him? Like, how did he carry himself? Well, 
it was like it was one of those weird things where luckily there was like wine involved sure. and I don't know what would have happened otherwise I mean it was really great like honestly like it was a great day like we you know what else this- happened after outside of the vegan meal uh so then we so on Thanksgiving I just have to explain I do three Thanksgivings. First, because my parents are vegan, they eat secretly at a vegan restaurant. (laughs) Then we go to my family's house where I have to have a second meal. And so this man also had to have a second meal because my parents don't tell anyone they've already eaten at a vegan restaurant before. No one one wants to be offended. So it's it's a very long day. It starts at like 11 and goes till like 11 p.m. And no so, one's caught on yet? How many years? Uh, <laughs> it's been a few years because we get to the first place, technically, you know, at like lunchtime, like 3 p.m. or whatever, and then we eat. And he was great. So we was talking to like all my cousins, you know, my family loved him, and everyone just thought he was my boyfriend. Right. And I had to keep explaining like, no, like this is my parents' personal trainer <laughs> who is here with us today. We've just met. Yes. But they they brought him with the intent of him being your love interest. I mean, it, or I just guess a companion it was just to like my companion, like so, my like day day. Like we didn't exchange numbers. Like nothing romantically was like gonna happen with me and this man. And I don't know if like they had been telling him like our daughter's coming home. Like we really want you to meet her. And then the face tattoo just like threw everything out of proportion. So this guy was super engaging with the family and yeah. the whole time. Did they question the face tattoo? Uh I mean I wish they would have told me about the face tattoo, but like But was your family was just like this guy at our Thanksgiving with a face tattoo yeah. that no one actually Can seems to know that well. the face tattoo? Uh okay. It was uh it was off, like, off of his eye. It kind of looked like a teardrop, but then when I came closer, so I realized... So he killed someone. Wait, I realized <laughs> it was actually L.A. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. like the game? Like the... T- the game the rapper has, the L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like that. No, oh, that's, that's weird. That it was weird. weird. It I was got way doesn't show much <laughs> creativity. Yeah. Maybe he was just a fan. Of the county. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, repping hard. So was he attractive? Yeah, he was attractive. He was, like, really buff and, like, but definitely, like, one of those guys. I mean, he was a personal trainer, so, like, a lot of our conversation was just about, like, his workouts and, like, his love of, like, God and, like, things like that. <laughs> very religious. Which, very, which are, are, you, the face are you religious? <laughs> no. No. So, but, I, so I have to say, uh, my my parents who are older and retired, they also have a personal trainer. His name's Moses. He's <laughs> he's he's the nicest guy you've ever met. He, and he's my age. I'm 30 years old. And he's 30, and you know, I've I've even had a free session with him. Super nice guy. And they give him like Christmas cards every year. They've invited him over for like mm-hmm. a barbecue. I mean, it's just like I guess you know their personal connection with their personal trainer. You know, if you go to him three times a week. You know, you, you, it's kind of like, and if you're if you're not home or around too often, that's like, you know, they're younger, you know, kind of comp, comparable version of you. So like a surrogate child. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, Th- that's in shape. Way. That's in shape and helps us be better <laughs> yeah. versions of ourselves. Are you suggesting that they're actual children? Those of us at this table aren't in shape. Well, I, I certainly <laughs> am not. So yeah. <laughs> 
None of um, us are personal trainers. No, no very, <laughs> very much not a personal trainer. Ben, have your parents ever tried to set you up? I know now. Wait, now you're engaged. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thank you Congratulations. So much. When's yes. the wedding? Uh, a couple years. I, I'm not oh. going to give specific dates. I don't want anybody to show up. <laughs> oh, so we're not invited. That's awkward. Anyway. No, 20, 2017, so we have plenty of time. All right, cool. We've been dating a long time. But uh, my parents have never set me up. I've been pretty. Uh, um, pretty good in that department in terms okay. of, you know, meeting people and, and, you know, dating, I guess. Are you a serial monogamist? No, I'm not. This, uh, my fiance is kind of my, probably my second serious relationship. That's awesome. Um, how old are you? I'm 30. So I think that's a good age to kind of get married and figure things out. But we've been dating for seven years. So most of my twenties we've been together. Oh, I like that. Oh, wow. You got, yeah. you know, you know, yeah, I was, you I, know what this person's well, about. Sure, I, I, I figured I, uh, I was, I was a wild child in college. So I, now it's time to grow up. That's awesome. Have your parents ever set you up Taylor? Uh, n- no, but it was funny. Cause when I was home, we went to, uh, we went out to dinner on Christmas Eve and my parents, similarly have this young man in their lives he's a waiter at like we live up in like the foothills of the mountains so like we're a good 20 minutes away from any sort of grocery store or anything like that except for this little town center we have 10 minutes away from our house so it's really nice to just have a rest we've we never had a good restaurant there and we finally have a good restaurant there so like they go there all the time and there's this boy who is a waiter there and his parents belong to the same country club as my parents so I think in their eyes, it's like, oh, even though he's 28 and a waiter, like, he's good people. He's got country club parents. See the thread here, guys? Our parents are lonely. Give them a call. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And they love Sean being their bartender and waiter. And they, like, think he's so cute. So we, like, they introduced me to him at Christmas, knowing I have a boyfriend, Just but they're just like, this is Sean. So is that something, like... That's a turnoff, like, oh, he's just a waiter, or is that, like, is that a turnoff for you as well? Like, he was just a personal trainer? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting because we definitely, like, even talking to him, we just had very different, like, educational backgrounds, and, like, it was interesting. My parents often complained that, like, I moved to the East Coast and I became like this liberal person and now I like can't talk to anybody anymore. And in some ways I want to be like, yeah, it's true. Like, and that's like a weird thing I think to realize about yourself that there are kind of gaps. Well, what do you do for work? Um, I work at Well Cornell and I am work in a neuroscience lab and I do clinical research there. Very cool. And hoping to go to med school. Yeah. And I'm applying to med school. Yes. That's awesome. In June. So that's a pretty respectable <laughs> career route. So yeah, so it's definitely a, a big parallel, or not much of a parallel, or different ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Personal trainer, someone saving lives. I guess, Aww, well, I guess he's saving lives. Yeah. He's well, he's well, saving lives saving too. Bodies. I think he is. He would definitely say he says he saves There's lives. something kind of interesting here, because Taylor, you are like a professional, you work in a professional environment as well, right-ish. Okay, well, you work in production. <laughs> but like my parents... I don't know why but they try to set me up all the time. Like literally at, um, I could, we could just be walking and they'd be like, that man looks like he's a man. You should date him. Like, you should date him. Here, let's introduce you. But like, honestly at Christmas, my family was talking about some guy that they work with. My aunt and uncle both worked for National Geographic and I was with, at a party with them and they, and their friends and they're all talking about this guy and they're like, oh my God, Sarah would hit it off with him so well. And they're like going on and on and on. And one of the guys that was there and they're all like in their fifties and he goes, I don't mean to be that guy, but he's 
this guy is 54 and I'm 26. And like that, they do that all the time where they try to set me up with these men who are significantly older That's so and interesting. like really in like and respected you, professional careers. And, and do you introduce yourself as a comedian? Like what do you do for a living? Yeah. I'm a comedian. Yeah. I, I, either any, as a comedian any, or like I work in, I'm a cocktail waitress. Okay. Like, and it's so interesting. Like it's, it's almost the complete opposite where I'm like, the like I guess the professional man would date down so to speak not that I'm not intelligent or you know whatever right. I work sure. very hard but it's funny that your two parents like you have these jobs that are you know probably considered further along and more respected than working at a cocktail bar and your parents are like here date this bartender <laughs> like it's, it's it so like you think your parents kind of want you to just make sure like you're secure like someone's no, taking care of you well, why do you think the older thing? That's the thing with know. me that yeah. I'm most questioning. Not even that he has a good job, but like so much right. older. That's like Twenty mm. years almost. That's a. Really I mean, I'm I'm curious yeah. more of like you know the the like the professional comparison or even like social yeah. class comparison. I mean, I I work in the music industry. And I 100% when I was single would use that to pick up huh, girls. Really? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So like, you know, I would say I, I worked on this tour and I'm, I wow. got to go to this show and, and they would always, they would follow all over that. It's so wow. much more interesting than like you do marketing at a startup. Like sure. that, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and obviously I'd, pl- I'd ham it up 100%. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I would totally use that to my advantage. I, I, I mean, I, I'm sure it sounds like, you know, kind of uh, creepy in a way, but, you know, if you're working hard at something and it's interesting and mm-hmm. that's what you're going to talk about on your yeah. date anyways, for right. the most part, why not kind of use it? You play the advantage? hand you, like the cards you have in your hand. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like, you know, I work in like neurology and it's like very masculine. Like I have to talk about like concussions and like football all the time. Mm-hmm. And when I bring that up to like guys, it's almost to them like, Not a turnoff, but it becomes, like, this weird thing. Like, you know, they'll be, like, say whatever they do, and I'll kind of, like, skirt around it. They'll be, like, what do you do? I'll be, like, work at a medical college. I work in research. But, like, to actually say the words, like, no, like, I'm a brain researcher. Like, pretty fucking up there, right? But, like, like, the way men respond has been really interesting. I I would be intimidated for sure. I mean, I don't don't think of myself as, like, a, a scholarly, intelligent person. And I, th- I think I'm intelligent, but I would I don't think I'd be able to keep up a, a conversation with you if, if we're talking like solely about your work. Even my fiance who works in finance, every time she starts talking about work, I'm like, turn off, don't oh, like, no. I, have no I have no idea what you're talking about. So do you think it's possible like well, yeah, it is. If you guys you work in different industries, but is that like a thing where you need to be in order to date somebody and have that kind of connection, you have to be on the same intellectual, social, economic level you know uh, i mean those are two different yeah, things obviously I mean, I mean i come from a family with you know strong women who have always been in the workplace yeah so i mean i would definitely want to be dating someone who's in the workplace and, and you know trying at least you yeah. know not kind of fl- skirting by yeah what do you girls think yeah it's really interesting like my parents have a really interesting kind of relationship they are my dad's a physician and my mom is like has always been like a creative and a photographer and it's interesting because I'm kind of following in my father's footsteps and that I want to go to medical school so I kind of imagine like a possible partner to be someone in like a creative field or like doing something completely different interesting Um, just because I've seen their dynamic uh but it's interesting when the genders are different because yeah. of a woman, you know? Yeah, you're going to have to, I think it's 
it's going to take like a really awesome guy to like be able to like not not like I just think like there are still like not that yeah. many boys who like take the more like creative stay at home <laughs> lifestyle and stuff like that. Well, so well, let's think about it. Like if you're going to date the waiter, your parents uh, introduced you or you're dating the personal trainer, your parents introduced you to like, where does the conversation, I'm sure. And even if you guys have uh, things you have in common, like f- financially or like career wise, mm-hmm. like where's the growth? Like, all right, your personal trainer, what's, what's next? Like, are you, mm-hmm. do you have a right. brand or something or do you want to open your own restaurant? Right. Like what? Right. Yeah. Are, I think you know? my parents do think this guy, I, they enjoy like that, talking with him. That can't be a turn on, right? Like, if you, right. You know? And I agree with you. I think they think that there's like more, my mom's more of an advocate than my dad. Mm. Cause I think he's just still, is also in denial that I'm not eight anymore. <laughs> and so yeah. my mom definitely, I think sees more there, but she was also like, he'd be like, you know, probably a great dad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, probably. Well, it's interesting, like, in Taylor and I's social circle, I feel like we have friends who have definitely said, like, my boyfriend's going to be a great, like, stay-at-home dad. And, like, mm. It's a lot of strong yeah, ladies who are driven, and they don't mind the mm-hmm. idea of having someone. Because maybe they will find, like, some growth. I mean, I don't necessarily want to be – a, a mom that much and if someone yeah. really wanted to be a dad that would be a turn on be like yeah like you can lead this charge there's yeah. nothing wrong with being a latchkey kid I was a latchkey kid <laughs> yeah that's no yeah. that's true too I was like yeah both my parents worked a lot yeah that's fair but you had said something earlier I don't remember if this was before we started recording about not wanting to date someone who wasn't as educated as you yeah I think that's a big that's something like I've had to realize in terms of like, I, you know, I'm always searching for the meet cute. <laughs> and like, I met this guy recently uh, over the holidays who was, you know, just like working at a holiday party. And it turned out he like turned out to be married with a green card situation. So that was like a whole other problem. Yeah. Um, but even before that, like I realized like he didn't like go to school or like anything like that. And, even like our short little conversations was kind of like, it was kind of difficult for me. Yeah. And like, I don't know what to think about that. Cause like I consider myself like so liberal and like all these things, but like when faced with the reality of someone was like, are you going to date someone who like didn't go to college or like doesn't have right. this traditional, I would probably be like, no. Did, did he need the green card or the <coughs> woman need the green card? Uh, he needed the green card. <laughs> Where was he from? Yeah. Uh, Trinidad. Hello. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think that's a really good point, though, because, like, it's it's hard not to, like, it's hard to say stuff like that realistically and honestly and not sound a little bit snobby. Like, yeah, but it is kind of hard. It's already hard enough to bring two different families together, two different personalities together, Mm -hmm. two, you know, upbringings together. But if, like, it's just completely different lifestyle and, like, you just can't relate to one another, even culturally. Like, I lived in Australia for a while and everyone, all the Americans were like, we're going to marry European or marry an Australian. Like, it's really hard to, like, mesh two cultures together when you're dating someone because things are just different. People have, you know, different Mm -hmm. gender roles. I think the biggest thing is values. Yeah. Because when you're, like, Amani and I went to the same college and I think it doesn't matter, like, what level it is it's like the kind of values whether they're right or wrong right. like we both come from 
this crazy liberal school where I mm-hmm. think like we got these values and we'll probably find someone with similar values. Right. And values is such an important thing. Whether they're right or wrong, it's right. really important you guys have the same one because that way you can just approach yeah. life, I think, in a very similar way. But it's also interesting thinking about like even how if you go out, you're probably just surrounded by people who are kind of like you, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Like I don't go places and like necessarily like meet friends of friends who have different educational backgrounds or like different socio economic backgrounds so is this the big next big like political trend like you know we're all very <laughs> we're all very comfortable with interracial dating and, and right. marriage and now like will we do uh inner um class dating so economic diversity yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't know because our great like our grandparents didn't do it our parents yeah. didn't really mm-hmm. do it Mm-mm. and it's awkward if you think about it like say you were to marry someone who was a different class or whatever, and you married into their debt. Like, is that something you'd be willing to do for someone? No, that's my that's my biggest uh, fear right now. <laughs> Are really? you marrying into really? debt or is she uh, taking on yours? No, That's no, very no. personal. Oh, I, but. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I mean, I think, uh, um, not to go into detail, I think my, my fiancé's family and my fia- family uh, come from a different, yeah. cut, cut from different cloths, yeah. I think, for sure. Absolutely. So how does it work? Oh, uh, we don't we don't talk to any anybody. We just talk to each other because <laughs> we're very same. I mean, she's much smarter than I am uh, in terms of you know um, schooling, um, but you know professionally, I, I might you know have an upper hand on her. Uh, but we balance each other out, and and we kind of really try to block out any sort of family input. Because it's Cause they it's don't gonna know. be because yeah. one side is mm-hmm. gonna be extremely different than the other. Yeah, and it's hard when you're not like living in New York and they're both you know where are your parents from? Uh, I mean, well, from New York, and they're in, and her parents are in Jersey, so it's not like they're around, right? But, Do you guys uh, see them? Yeah, once in a while, sure. It's not like we're like disconnected from either party. It's right. just uh, you know when. We we make decisions on our own. We we don't consult anybody. When well, we're, that's good. When we're, yeah. Like especially like planning this wedding, we're not consulting mm-hmm. anybody. We're, right. We're paying for it, and you know stuff like that. Well, then yeah, that would never fly in my family. Really, really. Yeah. I've I've had this conversation before too. Where it's like I I don't think that I could date or even well dating is different, but I could not marry someone that my family didn't approve of. Like because they're such a big part of my life, and right. I respect their opinion so mm-hmm. much that it's like. And so there are some things where we just actually, like, they wouldn't be comfortable with, like, an interracial relationship, but I don't care about that. Like, mm-hmm. and that is kind of just like, all right, we'll get over it. It's the 21st century. Things like that. But they know you want to marry Rick Ross. Yeah. I mean, after they made a to my whole show, show about it. <laughs> I did. It was very shocking for my grandfather. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God. It was so fun Ew, watching Oh, my God. <laughs> he was just side. like, so... Are you like actually trying to be a rapper? I'm like, no. You, I talk to you several times a day. When am I ever like, yes? And at I, the recording, right? <laughs> I'm not dropping beats here. Just, I'm a terrible rapper. But I think if that were my real life, you would have a problem with it. But I think it. I don't know. I think like, it depends on your spouse because I don't necessarily think I'm a hundred percent approved of in, yeah. in in my relationship. But you know, not to sound um, egotistical, but yeah. I'm a fucking catch, guys. So, so now I know I, I don't have to like you right, know, yeah. worry about what they think. You right? Know? Yeah, my parents had a weird situation where so my mom is my dad's second wife, and his first wife was Seventh Day Adventist. My dad's family is very religious, and 
my mom is not Seventh Day Adventist, and mm. they got very married very quickly after his divorce, and they actually went to Hawaii and invited no one to the wedding. Yes, it's a great mm-hmm. wedding. That could be nice, also. Yeah, and yeah. it was really nice. I mean, my mom's always like, "I never had a wedding, so." Now Yours is going to be. So you think she'll, she'll project it on you? Oh, no. You're going to be in yeah. trouble. Amani's well, wedding is going to be the most decadent, wonderful event of the century. I can I just mean, tell. Yeah. So my father is one of 12. Oh, my gosh. So wow. in thinking about just like if I were to invite my entire family, just people who share the na- same name as me, it would actually be like over 300 people. Oh, my gosh. Starting baseline. No. You'll want to run away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm all about that Hawaii life. Like justice <laughs> yeah. and peace. Let's just do it and come back and have a party. Like, all go to dinner. A lot of people are doing that. My cousin just did that. It's the thing. <laughs> Runaway <laughs> brides is the thing. Um, <laughs> as long as you run away with your husband. <laughs> but you really don't, like, so you really don't think your parents. What if you loved him so much that, I don't know. Yeah. I know. It's getting. like, no, it's a, it's a really genuine mm-hmm. thing that I think about. Because, I mean, yeah, like I would, I wouldn't want to be the person in in those shoes where it's because it's not like I come from great millions of dollars and like wonderful stock. You know, it's we're pretty normal family, so I wouldn't want to be the one that was like being looked down on necessarily. So it's like, well, how can I put someone else in that situation and be like? But I think, I think that eventually relationships, like I mean, Ben, if you guys made it work, like there's hope for the rest yeah. of us. <laughs> But I think sometimes it's Then okay thank to... you for giving us hope. Yeah, wow. you guys can buy my book. It's, <laughs> it's called Jews and Reviews. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like you fight for things. Like I said, like if I were to absolutely fall in love with someone who isn't white, like get over it. You know, that's, it's my life. But it's, it would be really hard because I'm very close with everyone in my family. So I wouldn't want to do that to someone else like bring them into a hostile environment because mm. we can be very nasty <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah well yeah i wonder i think if i brought home someone who was white it would be interesting yeah <laughs> it would be it would be interesting definitely like one there's only one interracial relationship yeah. in like my family so when that was going on it was like kind of interesting because my what generation um they're like in, it's my uncle who's like in his 50s. So his okay. wife um, is white. And it was interesting because my grandparents are 91. Yeah. So <laughs> I think, like, I honestly, like, even when talking to them, I'm just like, I can't even imagine to have lived through what you've lived through. Right. So, like, I feel like I don't know what their perspective is, even on interracial dating. It's so. It's so true talking to your grandparents. It's just, you, I don't even know what world you see things through. But it's crazy. Do you think, like, did it make you feel any kind of way that your parents were even bringing you someone to hang out with? Like, was because you are educated and successful and, like, single, <laughs> yeah. do you feel like there's any kind of stigma where it's just like, oh, well, she chose career over romance or... Or is it insulting to you that they did that? Uh, right. Like, you know... You don't think I can be, find my own date? I mean, I think it's like my parents know definitely that I've just like chosen my career, like really to do an extreme. But I think they're like the this world that we live in right now is like bizarre for them. I think mm-hmm. they're like different ways. Like I try to explain to them like how people meet now and like things like that. And that just like kind of goes over their head. And I also think like I 
kind of never imagined my single 20s. I don't know why. Right. I like <laughs> it was bizarre, but I also like I was a debutante. Like I had like an escort and like all these things, so I feel like there was always maybe this expectation that I would be coupled off to like someone of like a similar background and like and it's by my mid twenties. Right. So it's interesting they try to set you up based on that sort of like thinking. Uh, and you mentioned like dating now with like, you know, obviously everyone uses different kind of dating websites yeah. and there's no like real weird stigma to that anymore mm-hmm. where it was like five, six, seven years ago. Uh, I just want to say I, I'm said I missed the boat on Tinder because I no. feel like it would have been yeah. pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> I have had you on our last I know. <laughs> we did dating apps. <laughs> I hate Tinder. I'm just going to put that out there. I've yeah. never Sorry, I was Tinder. off topic. No, no. It's it's never not off. Tinder on. is always. <laughs> it's never not off topic. <laughs> it really is. I was laughing. This is completely random, but I was laughing, Taylor, because your bio for this says oh that gosh, you regularly yeah. download and delete Bumble and Tinder yeah. or something. But I was bored the other day and so I downloaded Bumble and was just like swiping through people and I knew so many people on it and I was like, this is so awkward and I had to delete it because it was making me really Well, the worst thing is once you go on, you're never off. Oh God. They Don't can tell see me that. when your last login is so they can see like, oh, this person hasn't been on in a year. So so those like those kind of like rando apps are probably the real only real way you'll kind of find someone outside your social scene yeah. because you're always yeah, like interacting yeah. with your friends who are right. you either came mm-hmm. up with or met at work or maybe some sort of other event that are kind of you're on the same you know class status and yeah know, I don't think be, there are filters for that yeah, on the yeah. apps <laughs> like yeah. must so, make this that, much must have this education yeah. <laughs> except for the league right that oh like, yeah that's like the douchey one yeah the one that's yeah. like you have to make a certain amount of money <laughs> to even join <laughs> and like Oh my god, I forgot about that. (laughs) See, Taylor, just so you all know, just whipped out her phone. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Actually, in a relationship. I know. I'll definitely listen to that uh, app episode because I I don't know many of them, so I'll be interested. uh, The ones you guys have. But yeah, it's it's super interesting because I've never dated, I guess, you know, outside my social class or you know, whatever it may be called. You know, it's, it's you know, even though I said like you know, my parents and my fiance's parents are cut from different cloths. You know, yeah. they're still both middle-class families. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable bringing home, like, a waitress or something. You know, it, I, feel, I would feel more awkward for her than, you know, than my parents. and that Because that would just be a weird interaction. Right. Even though my parents are very nice and, and loving, um, I think conversation would be cut very short, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Values. It just narrows the list of things that you like can talk about easily. But you can be a waitress and have the same values as someone who's a CEO. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and it's weird because I am a waitress. And so it's like weird even like, I don't know, it's weird being in my family because I feel like I'm the only person in the world that they think it's okay to do this. Like, because I, mm. I work in a cocktail lounge, but I'm like very actively pursuing comedy writing and like mm-hmm. do it a lot and you know have success and fun in that aspect and like I've only been doing it a little bit but they I'm the only person where like that's okay because I'm hustling but everyone else are like well I don't understand why they don't just get a real job I'm like well, well you can't true. say that. in New York I think if you're if you're waitressing it's because like you're pursuing you're, something else yeah you know? unless like 
Mm-hmm. Unless you're from here, which like then right. you don't have to waitress. Right. You can like yeah. do other things. And but I I do work with a lot of people who are this is just the industry that they've mm-hmm. chosen, and I don't I don't feel like they're not necessarily motivated. Like I know a lot of people who have like one girl I worked with went to nursing school, started nursing, and was like. I don't think that's the right verb. <laughs> Whatever. The right. started she started nursing, nursing her child. Yeah. She became a nurse. <laughs> and she was like, this is ridiculous, and I'm making way less money than I was at where we work. So she quit and came back, and now this is what she does. And, like, she's very successful. And, like, mm-hmm. I respect you. She has her life more together than I do. So it's it's, like, a weird thing. But I can definitely see how parents would be like – or, again, like, if I were to even – entertain the idea of going on these dates with like 60 year old men which I wouldn't do (laughs) like what do you talk about like yeah I work in a bar and I spend a lot of my time in a bar (laughs) like I don't know how's your day at the office I guess that's how you know if you really hit it off if it's then you can and then you do have something else to talk about then in in that case if you brought home a waitress and I bet your parents I bet the conversation wasn't cut short and it just like flowed really well, then they would probably have no problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there, I guess that's like education level maybe and like still how, or just like your innate personality maybe. (laughs) Yeah. And de- it depends on your family too. I mean, like, you know, I have like, you know, pushy, Jewy parents. So they're going to be like, well, what are you going to do for money? Are you going to pay for the whole thing? Like, you know, you got to look who's going to be your ben- benefactor in this. And, you know, so, so that might be tough. That's too. so practical. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So yeah, I've come from a practical family. And, so, and, and like now, I mean, my fiance, we pretty much split everything and it's kind of down the middle. She makes more money than I do. I'm very okay with that. Because she buys me things. That's <laughs> Got a sugar um, mama. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, uh, and so, you know, I wouldn't think I would live as comfortably if I wasn't dating someone who had a, you know, a career-driven professional right. job. Yeah. In an industry that makes, is known for like making Being money. lucrative, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So I think that's a, that's a big factor on uh, right. where am I going to go to date? Am I going to date the personal trainer in my... Mm-hmm. mom introduced me to her that's okay so that's really interesting you I think it's great hearing a guy say that that yeah. like yeah like it is nice to be able to date someone who makes if not as much but more money and I feel like sometimes like I'm hesitant to say that because I don't want it to ever come across as like I'm looking for someone to like mm-hmm. lean on you know because it's right. like such a stigma I think women are trying to fight yeah, right is you just, just want to be taken care of exactly because it's still such a fine line because we all like know people that it's like you're surprised that they like got married so early or getting married so early yeah and it's like are you less independent like yeah I think maybe. it depends on your relationship I mean I don't think I we brought up our finances till well deep into our relationship yeah just the perception of other people though too right you yeah. know gotcha I'm Mostly also that. Cheap, so. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. not, a, not a bad thing. It does implied. <laughs> yeah, that it also is interesting. Like when you just think about like when I think about like my childhood and like the things that I got to have, it would be really, I'd be really upset if like I couldn't provide those things or like wasn't able to do that anymore. So yeah. that's also a factor. That I think it's like weird to have to like be like, yeah, I really loved going to Europe all the summer. Like, you know what I mean? And just like be honest. Like, right. that's something that I like. I went to boarding school, like all these things. And if I wasn't with someone who 
had necessarily even an income, it would be really difficult. (laughs) Yeah, vacations are a big key in a (laughs) relationship. If you're really going to pursue this relationship, you got to know if you're compatible as a, as a travel companion. Yeah. That's so like a partner. Yeah. So if you're like, all right, let's fly across the world. Yeah. Let's go to Mexico (laughs) for a week. And, and your partner's like, uh, well, I got to pick up an extra shift to be able to pay for it. Or I can't switch these shifts with this person. Uh, I'm just using like, you know, server as an example, but you know, and that can be frustrating to the other spouse. Definitely. That's a really good point. I dated someone who made like a lot more money than me last year and we I like made sure we split everything all the time because like I was insecure about it because Mm -hmm. it was like so much more and I think I just also like it wasn't a great relationship so like but I also like thought that sometimes he would treat me to things just because he like paid so much more (laughs) and he never did and I brought it up one time and he was like Taylor, I didn't think you were materialistic. <gasps> and I was just like, I, oh, I don't think I'm be I'm not being materialistic. Just want you to buy me a present. Yeah, yeah. like I and it wasn't, it was like treat me to dinner. Like just know that like this means so much less. And we always used his freedom card because he got points then. <laughs> and I was just like, you're making me Venmo you, like because of your points, uh-huh. like, you won't treat me. <laughs> that's so awkward. It was wow. the yeah. worst. So I think that's definitely like something that I'm conscious about is also because like my mom made more money than my dad in the beginning, Mm. but then she stopped working to be around us. So that was like a really interesting choice that she made because she was like doing almost better than my dad. Like she was doing better. And so she like decided to like take care of us, which like I would have gone insane, but she channeled all of her energy (laughs) and was my Girl Scout leader, my the substitute at my elementary school and like just check she checked my homework (laughs) so that was her job yeah those are those choices but I am conscious about like with a guy like I don't want it to seem like I'm dating for money yeah no me neither yeah I don't want to seem that way and I like I don't think anybody here really needs to either like I don't think any of us are like well and I'm looking for my rich man to get me out of the restaurant (laughs) you know like I don't care yeah just waiting. Yeah, just <laughs> casually waiting. Well, that's a, is that a Disney thing, dating, d- uh, going on dates just for a free meal? Oh, no, because it's so much more effort <sighs> so than it's worth. Effort. I joke about that a lot where I'm always like, oh, well, girls got to eat. But I don't date ever, so like, it doesn't happen. someone who does that. I would be really curious to see how yeah. it's working out for them. Because I, I can't just even make lot, it through. Yeah, right. Like Tinder dates for yeah. even food to It's come. so painful. Because my, my adult dating experience is extremely limited because, um, you know, I went from college to date a little and then I met my fiance. So. How old were you when you guys started dating? Um, I guess 23, 24. Yeah. So, so my, so my adult, uh, dating experience is limited. So I don't like, I don't know that interaction of like, all right. So I I went out with this one girl, I paid for dinner. We didn't hit it off. I got to go out with another girl. I just met and pay for dinner. Like that's, that's taxing for the man. I would think too. Yeah. I feel like now a lot of people are doing like, let's get drinks. Right, and then splitting and the bill. Then, like dinner is more like a second date. Thing. Are you guys yes. are you guys insulted if 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 a guy's like want to split it on a first date or? I think the person who asks the person should pay. Yeah, that's my that's my theory. Yeah. Because okay. then eventually in a relationship, 
well, like even like two dates in, it's like you both want to see each other, so it's you should split it. But like the first date, if someone yeah, asks, I feel like the first date, it's okay for the guy to pay. Or yeah, yeah. if the girl asks a guy out, sure. I think that's a good. I'm gonna adopt that. I, that's I'm, a really good I make policy. that joke uh, all the time uh, when I have like you know uh, Rachel's my fiance pay for something. And you're like you guys fought for equal opportunity for so long. I'm <laughs> you. She pay for me. Exactly. Yeah, it's all. It all comes back to to bite us. Yeah, see, it does. this is terrible. It's your fault, guys. That's why I'm not a feminist? I'm kidding. I am. <laughs> so, Moni, I'm just wondering what like to kind of bring it all back. What would have made him an exciting surprise that your parents had for you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> exciting uh, if he was a grad student. <laughs> like, for honestly. sure. Okay. Like this whole situation, like, like a maybe I would have been engaged. Maybe I wouldn't even That's be here because so I'd be living in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> living my what perfect if, life. Can, what can, if, I, can I ask, uh, could, grad so student happen. with the face tattoo or without? Oh, That's no face tattoo. That was my question. Yeah, the face <laughs> tattoo is gone in this okay. ideal scenario. Now, I'm glad we know your, your boundaries. Did yeah. you convey that to your parents afterwards or? It was a, that, I was just like, why did you do your, that? Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly just like, do they have an answer? <laughs> they were like, I don't know, like you were coming home and he was around. It just like seemed like something we, we should We miss do. your little brother. Yeah, like yeah. need that fourth chair filled. <laughs> they just wanted you to have a companion to all, because like they would have each other and yeah. then going to these three different Thanksgivings, they just didn't want you to be without a partner in crime. I guess. I think parents are just bored. Yeah. <laughs> just like to but just my shit. parents are like, they're too hip for me. My mom has more Instagram followers than I do. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for her. She's gone viral before. Whoa. I've never gone viral. I really look forward to meeting this woman. That's just something we hear. Can I, t- uh, can I follow her? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me know after. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just also like the path. Like, are you, you're not a vegan lifestylist. No, 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 um, no. But my parents are very much into the healthy LA scene. And so They're, he was too then. Yeah. So could you so, date someone who is a vegan? No. <laughs> no. No. I have friends that are like, what's a good, you know, interracial Flex. couples, but then you have a vegan, non-vegan, what, I don't know if there's a term for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah there should be a term. Inter, uh, Interculinary. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like that's, it's so hard for them to, to go out yeah. because you have to compliment the other one and, you know, be, you know, be cautious of, you know, what they, their needs. Yeah. It's too much work. And then if you like live together, your grocery bill wouldn't even go down because you're each still buying yeah. your own sets of food. I'll, I'll be like a little kind of grumpy male here like you know when I started first dating my fiance she only lived four or five blocks away from me I think if we didn't live that close to each other we wouldn't have dated at all that long so that's that's kind of comparable to what we're talking about I know it's kind of of rude of me (laughs) I mean would you ever date outside (laughs) of your borough I, that would be really hard for me. It was really it is hard. <laughs> like the boy that never paid for anything, I dated outside of the borough. And that was, I, just, I read a lot. I read a lot. Yeah, the metro car must what, be going How long there. was the commute? It was from the Upper East Side. Yeah, I lived in the Upper East Side. So did I. I represent. <laughs> you got to remember, as men, we're super lazy. So like, we're not going to want to. We're not going to want to come. Like, I've barely liked walking the five blocks to go to her. And like, I know it sounds terrible, but 
it's just like that's our, our DNA. That's how we're wired. We just don't want to go out there. Yeah. I lived in Jersey City last year and my dating life was like seriously rough. Because nobody wanted to come to Jersey. Yeah. Right. And, you and I don't want to date anyone in Jersey. No offense, Ben. <laughs> okay. I'm taken. <laughs> Not none taken. I'm oh. taken. Hello. <laughs> but then you didn't want to necessarily stay in Manhattan or like... Because no, then, then you'd have to like do a really long walk of shame back to Jersey City on a it Sunday. It was. It was very long walks of shame. It's like, it, yeah, it's awkward. And, and it's it shouldn't like, be called... I'm, I'm taking that back. It's not a walk of shame. It's a, it's no, a, sometimes it's really shameful. <laughs> but isn't it called like walk of pride or like... It should just be like... It just should be how you get home. There should just be a name for it. <laughs> like an, a post... I don't know. Like if you spend the night in another borough and then you have to... Not even like... I dated someone in Queens one time and like that train ride is freaking yeah. long and yeah. it's just like, all right, I'm clearly in a dress. Like how much do you like, like this person? Eight in the morning, looking like a disaster. It's just not, it's so not that, cute. that factors in, right? Like I'm not, yeah. not going to see this guy again, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know if this is really worth it. So that guy, and then next date you're like, why don't you come to Jersey City? And he's like, meh. Right, and yeah, and I'm like, are you, I went to Queens. Are you kidding? Yeah, that, be, <laughs> and now be already, approach. you guys are playing like power war within your relationship. Yeah, it's that really is not crazy. yet two nights. So long. I just had to solve the problem and move back to Manhattan. <laughs> We're happy, yeah. So yeah. Manhattan nights only. But even now, I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to Brooklyn. No offense, Taylor. I would date you though. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're taken, taken. too. Yeah, I know. Taken. See, this is like the plight of my life. It's really it's tragic. Taken. Oh, well, I'll just get a cat or something. Call it a day. <laughs> yeah. I think every episode you mentioned. <laughs> I think, yeah. I really do. Possibly get a cat. I just want an animal. I think that's the thing. I want a pet. <laughs> so would Pretty in would pretty in Pink be the male redemptive moment? I'm totally kidding, though. <laughs> when he dated such a poor, hot girl. <laughs> or um, Pretty Woman. Wait, she... <laughs> Which one? Well, Pretty and Pinky is the Ducky, right? I don't remember. I can't remember. I that's sweet. That's sixteen yes. candles. Kent knows. Wait, yeah, producer Kent, fact check. I just know <laughs> that she doesn't have very much money, and he does. Right, right. I don't know much beyond that. But uh, yeah, but in our like in our pop culture world, is it mostly people dating inside their class? Well, like celebrities date celebrities, obviously. Most of the time. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I think that's I, I, like there's no the whole real, thing yeah, of the well, OC, you know. Yeah, there's, you stay well, within. I watch. I'll I know Ryan was that right now. from Chino, <laughs> but he was a, he got adopted, so he's technically yeah. brought into that that world. But All right. He well, was, Mrs. Cooper was convinced. Did this turned into an OC podcast. <laughs> there was just a New York Times article about how like dating within your social class contributes to income inequality. Because there are like lawyers are marrying lawyers and like bankers are marrying bankers and all these things and there's not so much diversity anymore, which is interesting. So we should, I just think we should be a part of a socioeconomic change movement and definitely marry hot Mm -hmm. stay-at-home dads. Really hot. <laughs> so that's wait. Oh my god, it all comes back to if they're hot. <laughs> yes. It does. yes. <laughs> that is my that's my staple. I'm always like, well, if they're hot and rich, whatever yeah. they say is fine. Yeah. But now yeah. we're taking can, money out of it because yeah. we're being progressive. So mm-hmm. if they're hot, they can be hot poor. and same values. Yes. <laughs> okay. And no face tattoos. Oh god. Guys, I don't okay, know. Okay, see, we are yeah. all just hot. What if their face tattoo is like oddly hot? 
I don't, can never, I don't think it can no. be. All right, never mind. <laughs> so what did we learn? That anybody who's going to listen to this thinks we're all rich snobs. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I stay at home dads. Dads are the best. I don't want children, so. Right. Even if my stay husband took care of them. man. I'll take care of your cat. Thank you. Yeah. That's great. That's the equivalent. All right. And if people think, pets. if people listen to this and get enraged, write in the comments section. That is great. I would love it to know. It is there. And we... I think it was a fair We'll probably know what eight of you are. <laughs> and we'll find you for a discussion. Yeah. All right. Well, thank I mean, you. we're being honest. We, I'm being honest. Yeah, that's the point honest. is having like an <laughs> honest discussion. And honestly, I've had this discussion before like I've said and like people my old roommate got really mad and was like I can't believe you would say that you wouldn't date in the same like someone from the same background and made me feel really guilty about it and I think it's nice to be amongst maybe just because you guys are rich I don't know but like just being able to express that and be like no that's that's actually a truth and like figuring out the validity behind that statement and why if Mm -hmm. if we're wrong we're wrong but you know I think it's it's an interesting discussion that we've had. Yeah. Just being aware. Yeah. yeah. So everyone has to date the same. <laughs> no. No. Come find me. Come find me. Hot stay at home. Aspiring dad. Creative painter. You can paint murals in her home. Have you guys ever seen the movie um, Two Can Play That Game? I think. Or <laughs> No. Wait. I can't remember the name of the movie, but there's like this like, I don't, and she picks up this guy at who works as like a car mechanic, and she's like this really professional lady, and he has like his teeth are all messed up, and like all this like crazy stuff, and like she gets his teeth fixed, like takes him to the dentist, and like why basically models <laughs> her perfect cute? man onto this car mechanic man, and it like works out for them. Wow. Yeah. How old is that movie? Uh, it's probably at least 15 years old. I think it's called Two Could Play That Game. Right. I don't know. Let's all go do our research. <laughs> cool, though. I, I, I find that sexy, like a, like a really like professional woman like, like who's, you know, has a lot of money, <laughs> <laughs> who has a lot of money and knows what she wants. Maybe yeah. we'll make a point about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that would I don't think do I well. want to pee in that. You don't have to pee in it. You would help us produce <laughs> Just it. Just produce it. I'll put oh, some money behind on it. On that note, I would like to make a uh, retraction from last episode where we talked about touching road. Oh, yes. And uh, backwoods. Um, mm-hmm. I said that they meant anal with an authority that no one should believe <laughs> because I was guessing. <laughs> and they don't mean that. What they mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor got corrected. Back backwoods or something is like a joint. It's like marijuana reference, and touching road is a part of Canada. Is that what you said? It's a Canadian colloquialism. It's a Canadian, it's a Canadian colloquialism. colloquialism. And seeing as though Drake is Canadian, that makes sense. He just pranked us all. We got hoodwinked. It means like being shady. It's being shady. Being shady. Okay. From what I've found. That's Interesting. Very different so, than anal. Maybe next episode we'll have to do some fact checking about this week. <laughs> but I think we had a good discussion, and I'm glad that you brought this topic up and came and shared your story. Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah. Thank, thank, you. thank you. This was great. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>
Hello, I'm Ben. As always, I'm Paul. And we're from Juicy Reviews. We have a podcast where we like to talk and review movies, maybe bring on a wacky character from that movie, and always play some games. We like some games. I actually brought a clip, Paul. Wait, you brought a clip? I brought a clip. Can I listen? Yeah. I look mad young, right? Yeah, yeah. you look young in the movie, and... Uh, I hooked up with a bunch of the young chicks at the movie. Oh, you know what? You know what? It's not illegal if you're a police officer. And, and, I believe that, And this yeah. is something I wanted to bring up since you're here. Sure. Tell us about all the hookups on set. Oh, my God. Who's Hun- hooking up with who? Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, like, there's, like, these, like, Asian girls in the movie. Right. They play, I, the twins, right? I triple kissed them. Okay, oh, a little triple kiss. Triple that way, I didn't get confused if it was Rachel or Rebecca. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was like, or oh, whatever, and I triple kissed them. Was and was that offset or on camera, or and they got cut out, maybe, or? Oh, uh, I didn't do it on camera for sure. Okay. I would never, because I, you know, what I mean, that's I could get in a lot of trouble for that. They, I don't, I don't know how old they are. I could never tell with them. But uh, who else? Let me see. Cecily, the girl. Yeah. I chalked. I, I chalked her. You chalked her. What? <laughs> I chalked what is, her. What is chalking? That's when you kind of forcibly kiss someone. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!